The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Please, if you want more content like this, subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen. It's on all major platforms or this YouTube channel uh, to get all notifications and updates of any new videos and podcasts that come out in the future. This episode, I just want to share an idea about health and body since I've been on this journey and, and taking it a lot more seriously this year. I remember reading in a book where the author stated a question and he said, if I did not take care of this body, where would I live? And I didn't get it at the time. I didn't understand what he meant. My context just wasn't big enough to understand what he was getting at there. But then I realized he was talking about his body being his vessel, his temple, his, the, the physical body is a vessel for your spiritual body. And I understood if, if you don't have this body, your spirit's not here no more, right? This is, this is our only body to, to live on this journey. It's our only vessel where we're going to get here. And it made me ask, like, what is my body worth? What is my body worth? What is health worth? And I, you can't put a number on it. You can't put a number on it because it's there's no tangible number that your body is worth. You can't you can't just replace it. It is the body of your soul. It's the vehicle of your soul, which there's no number value on that. That's infinite. So and and I talked about it a little bit in the health is wealth episode. And I believe health is wealth, and we know this. Without health, we can't do anything. But why not take a look at our body? As as prized of a possession than anything else. It is the most prized thing we have. But yet, we take care of material possessions more than we take care of our bodies. And nothing, nothing tastes as good as health feels. Nothing tastes as good as health feels. We operate from our just pleasure center part of our brain. We always think, well, what's going to give me the most satisfaction in this moment? What's going to taste the best? What's going to be the most pleasurable thing to eat or drink or whatever? We have to reframe that because that way of thinking leads to a degraded body, immobility, pain, disease, all those things. And are you truly honoring your body, honoring your time here in this life if you are unconsciously eating to the point where you may be causing the very issues that you don't want to have? I talked about in the health as well, thousands of thousands of people die every year from a preventable disease called heart disease. 
preventable. <laughs> it's preventable. But they are operating from what's giving me, what's going to give me more satisfaction. That's what I want to eat. And it's not about choosing what's pleasurable, but what's necessary. What do I need? Does this, does this meal have the nutrients I need to thrive or just get by? Does it have the key elements I need to have high energy and to give life my all? Or is it going to slow me down? Am I going to get the itis and need to take a nap? <laughs> or am I going to have more energy to go out and do more? Do more for my, you know, your kids, your family, your friends, businesses, communities. All that takes energy. <laughs> the more energy you have, the more you can do. So why not reframe the way you eat with, is this going to help me or hurt me? Is it going to give me energy or is it going to take my energy? And we all know when you eat certain meals, you get you know, comatose and you just go take a nap. Your body probably telling you something. If the thing you just ate is giving you half a shutdown, of the, <laughs> a mental shutdown and a physical shutdown, then your body is trying to do everything it can to get rid of it. It's using all its possible energy to get rid of whatever you just ate. So nothing tastes as good as health feels. And I have a scenario that I was just thinking about because we have we know we struggle a lot of us struggle with building habits that help us uh, being more healthy, losing weight, you know, cutting out things that we shouldn't eat or drink. But let's say I were to give you five million dollars if you could lose twenty pounds. In two months, by the end of that second month, you have to be down 20 pounds and you get that money. How many people would figure out a way to lose that 20 pounds? Because they're why. Now they're like, wow, I can make $5 million. But what if, what if your why is greater than $5 million and not money? But quality of your life, longevity, energy, and giving life every part of you without limitation, without the proper fuel, you won't be able to give everything you can because you're holding back. But you're holding back unconsciously. You're not even noticing that everything you eat can contribute to your purpose on life purpose here whatever your mission is and if you don't know what it is just being here fully having the energy to do everything that you set yourself out to do achieve your goals and whatever the case is to be there for your family and friends or whoever same scenario but let's say not if if you don't let's say you're not going to get anything if you lose it but if you don't everyone in your family is going to die your, your why is going to be strong enough. And you're not going to do that. Because why? You want to preserve their lives. And we would do anything to protect them. Because you would suffer greatly if they weren't here. 
But just as that, they will suffer greatly if you're not here. Or if your life's cut short from something that you could have prevented. But not even just that. Not only are we going to deteriorate and we can help fight this. It's a dance. Life's just a dance of fighting for what we want. So what we don't want doesn't take over. And you would still do that. But think about it in the aspect of if you were to eat healthy, be healthy, live, and and make that lifestyle adjustment. How does that help everyone around you? How much more can be received? How much more of your gift can you share? Think about the suffering that your friends and family have to go through if something happened to your health from something that was preventable. Granted, there's always going to be things that happen. There's always going to be accidents. There's always going to be things we can't control, we couldn't have prevented. But there are a lot of things that are. We can fight off a lot of the diseases. Most diseases that we have in this day and age come from lifestyle choices, lifestyle habits. And you know if if that scenario was ever the case, you would figure out how to change because it's a must. And that's what it has to be. It has to be a must. But it can't come from external. It doesn't have to be someone giving you millions of dollars or someone threatening your family or you. But it should be because you want to live this life fully. And you want to be able to give everything you possibly can. So when you do go on, when that day comes, the inevitable day, you can look back and say, I gave it all I could. And I even ate healthy so I couldn't give even more than I thought I could. <laughs> Just imagine, imagine living living. Your life as being as healthy as possible was an absolute must. Sometimes people wait until they get diagnosed with a disease to be like, oh, wow, I should probably eat healthy now. I should probably, you know, go out for a walk and like stretch and do other things. <laughs> I should probably, you know, eat vegetables now. <laughs> like, but imagine if you lived that way as if having the best possible health was an absolute must. Imagine the quality of life you would have, the energy, the mobility, the vibrancy, the vitality. You know, a lot of I, I see a lot of people who are. You know, I don't always know the story, but I see a lot of people who aren't that old, hobbling around, limping around. Granted, they could have some issue with them that I don't know about, but it's so often that we see. People, or we are the people, or we know people who have all these pains and aches, and their bodies, you know, falling apart, and they have this excuse saying, "I'm getting old." And granted, you, when you do get older, you have more pains. I, I understand, but then you see the 98-year-old man in Japan who like runs a marathon, but the 35-year-old is limping because he has bad knees because he's so inflamed. There's a difference there in lifestyle. It's not just he got good genes and I got bad genes. That's all BS. That's all an excuse. Because you have so much more control over your body, you even realize until you start tapping into what really makes your body thrive. 
most of the pains that we have, they can go away with proper stretching, exercise, and nutrition, and hydration, and supplementation, whatever. But we have to look at it from this this lens of, I have this problem. My my he- I always have these headaches. I have back pains. I have whatever pains. What instead of taking thinking, what can I take to remove this problem? Think about, well, what possibly caused this problem, and how do I get to the root cause of this? Instead of taking painkillers for your back pain. What can I do to remove the pain completely and live pain-free? Because that is possible. <laughs> you don't have to cause yourself suffering. We, there's always going to be unavoidable suffering. Viktor Frankl wrote a whole book about unavoidable suffering and how to find meaning and happiness in despite of it. But we already know there's going to be unavoidable suffering There's no reason to cause more suffering. And a lot the worst part is we're causing ourselves more suffering without even realizing that everything we eat becomes a part of us. Our cells are renewed by the nutrients that we put into our body. I want to see everyone just live fully, experience fully. Myself included. I'm not perfect when it comes to health i eat some bad things here and there i'm not as hydrated as i can i'm not as fit as i could be but it's all about living consciously and progressing and and knowing the effects of what you're putting your body through a lot of times people have all these pains and aches and then it's like well have you ever stretched (laughs) It's like, yeah, I stretched like 49 years ago. It's like, no wonder your legs hurt. (laughs) Like, stretch. (laughs) Take care of your bodies. Our bodies deteriorate regardless, and we have to fight that. And we consciously can fight that, right? Because our body ages uh, from a process called oxidation. And there's things called antioxidants, which is present in all vegetables and fruits, that help your body fight oxidation, And then that means you can age slower. We can slow the aging process with a healthy enough diet, right? Many people have these chronic diseases that are preventable. I talked about it in the health is wealth episode, but why allow that? Stop blaming your genes or whatever, family history, whatever the case is, and start taking control of what you can control. There's going to be aspects where you can't control, but majority of of health issues come from lifestyle aspects that we can control. And you can't you can't just go and buy a new one. Imagine if you had one car. You 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 turned 18 and you got a car and then you were told there was no way to get a new car for the rest of your life. This is going to be your car till the day you die. You have to make this car last. As long as you. (laughs) If that was the case, you would do everything possible to make sure this car doesn't die. You make sure the engine's always running properly. You get the best maintenance. You get preventative maintenance. Anytime there's an issue, you get the quality parts to replace it. You take care of it. When the interior goes bad, you replace it. Whatever paint goes bad, you repaint it. 
new tires every year or two. Whatever the case is, you make sure if that was the only car you're ever going to have, you take the best possible care of it. But let's say our bodies are worth way more than that car. And you get one when you're born, and it's the only one you're going to get until you die. But we're not going to take care of our body with the same love and care that we would this vehicle? That doesn't make sense. We should be taking the best possible care. We should be putting the best quality food, doing the preventative maintenance, doing the exercises, doing the stretching. Even if it's small, just do something. Walk. Start with one push-up, one sit-up. And then that will gradually get bigger and bigger, that number. And then you can, if you start with a ha- a walk, one lap around the block. And then two, and then three, and then five, and then ten. And then you just keep growing and you keep progressing. You fight that atrophy from happening. There's a difference between having a traumatic accident and an unavoidable disease. And just letting your body atrophy to the point where you can barely move. And it's sad to see that. But we have control. Don't blame life. Just understand. Be conscious of your health. Be health conscious. Take those steps. Start small. Build habits that promote your life, your quality of life, your vitality, and your energy. Love yourself. Self-love isn't just about being happy. But it's doing what is necessary to honor your body in the highest possible way. And I believe in that. And if you want to be able to love to the maximum potential, be everything you could possibly be, you need to take care of your bodies to the maximum potential so your body can allow you to experience that type of life that you want to design and create for yourself. Your body is your home. Love it. Treat it. Take care of it. It will translate, that love will translate to others by the degree and level that you love your body at. And, you know, think about it. Think, I, I, I go hiking all the time and I see, sometimes I see really old men and women hiking. And it's just like, that's awesome. They're, they're still hiking. They're in their 70s, 80s, and they're still up there climbing mountains. And I was like, I want to do whatever I can. You know, to be able to be in that position when I'm 70, 80, still able. Unless there's something else out of my control that takes it from me. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I could climb a mountain when I'm 80 and 90 or whatever. And that that always inspired me. That there are people who are older who didn't say, oh, I'm just getting old. Let me just be in pain and, and suffer. They're like, no, what can I do? To make sure I can still enjoy these walks, these hikes, these moments. Have the energy to do all these things. Travel, whatever the case is. Be there for your kids. Be able to play with your pets, whatever. Walk your dog and not just make your dog suffer because you're too lazy to walk. Right? So, don't depend on doctors to just fix all your problems. Take take control of it because you have way more power over your body than the drugs that doctors prescribe. And after all that, they're not, those drugs don't solve any issues. They just mask. They just block 
your ability to feel. But use those feelings, use that pain, You listen to your body, understand that when you have a headache, when you have these aches, when you have these pains, when your stomach hurts, when you get heartburn, they're all signs, they're all alarms, your body is screaming at you and you don't want to listen, instead you tell, hey, doctor, how can you turn this alarm off, instead of what is causing this alarm, because it takes some introspection, it takes some reflection, and maybe a doctor might be a good person to go to for the immediate relief but follow that up with a nutritionist or a dietitian to explain how you can reverse that issue or actually prevent it there's so many things out there that are caused by nutrition with that live fully do everything you can to take care of your body and do not neglect it live and eat as if your life depends on it because it does And I recommend the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It's an amazing book to understand how habits are operating in your brain and what you need to do to interrupt and break certain habits. How to stop living subconsciously, being a victim of your habits, and to empower yourself to create new habits that actually promote your health and longevity. With that, thank you for tuning in. That's all for this episode. I appreciate you. Subscribe, like, do all those things because I appreciate you. And that helps us grow and spread more content like this to more people. That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people. Have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.